Welcome to InsideCatholicPhilly.com, where we explore the Catholic faith as it's experienced in church and in everyday life. I'm your host, Gina Christian, here with our editor, Matt Gambino. And along with our guests, we discuss the Catholic take on everything from sacraments and Sunday Mass to social media and sports, based on CatholicPhilly.com's award-winning news and commentary. Thanks so much for spending a few moments with us here at CatholicPhilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian, here with our editor, Matt Gambino. Matt, always good to have you with us in the studio. Good afternoon. Good to see you, Gina. And it's also great to have with us our friend, Father Thomas Daly. Father Daly is the John Cardinal Foley Chair of Homiletics and Social Communications at St. Charles Borromeo Seminary in Wynwood, Pennsylvania. Father, welcome as always. Happy to be here, Gina. So, Father, we have asked you to come into the studio today to answer one of the key theological questions of our time. So I hope you're ready. If it's a rainy Sunday morning and I'm having trouble getting my act together, can I stay home and watch Mass on television? And if so, does it count? Does it count? Well, it counts for something. I'm not sure what it counts for. Certainly the availability of Mass and the liturgy, at least in this part of the neighborhood, is sufficient enough that you can eventually get your act together and find a Mass somewhere. I think there is a challenge nowadays, and I think it may be an increasing challenge when it comes to those areas where Mass is not so readily available or priests are not so readily available to celebrate Mass. I know that well because I was just in rural Pennsylvania, and the distance between parishes and the availability of priests was so evident. Sure, sure. And that's simply a kind of a mathematical thing in terms of numbers. But other areas in the world where churches are bombed or, you know, the events in Sri Lanka where they had to literally shut it down and not permit people to go to church, there are all kinds of scenarios that make us think about it when it's not possible to celebrate the sacrament. What do we do as church then? The distance is a really interesting thing in this area. I think we don't face the same kind of challenges that they might in Sri Lanka, but the distances in rural communities or even the priest personnel issue, Mm -hmm. having enough priests to celebrate the Mm -hmm. sacraments in a given church, they're being stretched farther and farther. I'm sure you've heard many areas of the country where one priest is asked to pastor two, three communities. Very much so. And it becomes, obviously, just the limit of time makes it such that Mm. the priest can only show up and celebrate Mass and hop in his car and hope he gets to the next parish on time. But even then, how many of those can you cover? It's an increasing problem that I think we need to grapple with. There's also, in this Archdiocese of Philadelphia, we have a televised Spanish Mass. One can find the televised English Mass on Channel 6. So for those folks who can't get out, they can join in a virtual community, we'll say, a networking of communities through television. Right. And I think the bottom line is something like that is better than nothing. But it's obviously not the same as being there, being present and participating in a physical way, as it were. And especially Um, receiving the Eucharist, which obviously you can't do through television. Which is another whole question. But even take something like a papal liturgy, where people are literally a mile away. That raises the question of what does it mean to be present at Mass? On the flip side of this question about proximity is when you are in proximity, close proximity to a parish church, you can receive the sacraments on a regular basis close by your home, yet there's a discernible lack of connection, of participation in some communities. Well, I think to some degree in almost any parish mass. Absolutely. And the whole digital phenomenon has brought that out. We speak about two opposite things. The absent presence is the one who is absent, but present digitally. But we also speak about a present absence, which is being 
being physically present, but not really being there. I'm sitting across the table from you, but I'm looking at my phone and working on something else, or I'm sitting in a meeting and working on my device. I'm physically present, but I'm not actually there. That sort of parallels or can be transferred to our celebration of the liturgy. You can be physically present, sitting in the pew, but miles away. Especially during the homily. Absolutely. So can you be miles away and yet present and participate in the liturgy? That's the question. Yeah, whether you're remote via the internet or a television, or you're present in a pew with other people around you, you're part of a community. And this kind of gets to the theme of the Pope's message, which is from social network communities to the human community. So we're part of this community, but in a special way, in the church, we're part of a communion. Can you expound on that a little bit? Sure. I think the Holy Father's message was trying to distinguish between a social network, which is mere connections among people based on a common interest or a job concern or a particular association. A network is one thing. A community is united by something deeper, something more common, and is more intentional. But when we talk about communion, now we're also looking at what I'll call the vertical dimension, the God dimension, the Hmm. sacramental dimension. How are we united with one another, not just on the human level, but also and because of our union with God? How do you think we as a church are doing with this digital media? How are we managing this? This has been around for a little while. How are we able to express presence, community, communion through these forms of communication? Well, I think as all the Holy Fathers have said in their various messages for World Communications Day, it's always about the person, the very real person on either end of the line, as it were. And always remembering that is how we make social networks more human. The question I think that is going to be raised increasingly is in what sense or in what connection can we make between that digital connectivity on a human level and the spiritual world or the sacramental world or our communion with God. And is this what Pope Francis means by saying he wants to go from a like to an amen? Yes and no. I don't think he specifically had the liturgy or sacraments in mind. But that starting point for him being a real community, in a church sense, a community united by our faith, there's the amen part. And recognizing that, to use the biblical phrase, we are all members one of another. So our differences are united in our faith. So that community should be marked by unity, Absolutely, absolutely. But a unity that doesn't necessarily mean sameness. It's a unity of differences and recognizing that the unity is greater than the differences among us would drive us to be more united. And in your column, you take this up in a bit more length on catholicphilly.com. And we also have another event coming up that's really going to break some of these concepts open. So you're going to be helping to host this conference coming up May 23rd. It's a Thursday evening at 7 o'clock. It's the John Cardinal Foley Symposium at St. Charles Borromeo Seminary. That starts at 7, and that's going to have a town hall discussion. So we're bringing in Bill McGurn from the Wall Street Journal, who is the winner of the Cardinal Foley Award this year. And we're going to talk about, from his vantage point as a national print and television journalist, to what extent does our world of communications create or 
cause a problem for real human communities. I think that's the impetus of the Pope's message. So we're interested to hear about the Pope's thought from the vantage point of a real-life journalist and see to what extent our means of communications nowadays fosters or hinders real community among people. All right, Father Thomas Daly, always good to have you with us here in the studio. I'll make every effort to be at Mass instead of just trying to mail it in by watching it on TV. Thanks for having me, Gene. Thanks. God bless. So you've heard our thoughts. What about yours? Reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Catholic Philly or visit us online at catholicphilly.com. Thanks so much to Matt Gambino, the editor of catholicphilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian. And until next time, may God bless and keep you. Celebrate St. Rita, the patroness of healing, peacemaking, and impossible cases. The National Shrine of St. Rita of Kasia invites you to participate in a solemn novena May 13th through 21st and to celebrate St. Rita's feast day on May 22nd. The shrine is located at 1166 South Broad Street in Philadelphia. For more information, visit the shrine's website at stritashrine.org. This podcast has been a production of CatholicPhilly.com. Music by Dustin Taylor Phillips. For more information, visit us online at CatholicPhilly.com.